Um, good morning, church. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you to the Lord Jesus Christ for you, for all of you. Uh, I take it very highly, and I feel very humble to uh, to be to have this opportunity and to uh, um, to share with you uh, about prayer. Uh, I, I shared that a little bit with uh, Kendall. You don't have an idea. Um, I always putting in this way that prayer is a transcript. I put it. The transcript of your prayers will become the script of your future. I want to share with you quickly that. Uh, let me put it. And uh, um, being here today and uh, have this opportunity this week, I mean, I mean this week, and teach on prayer. It's something I've been praying for many, many years. Many, many years. Years and years. I share with my brother Kendall, I said, uh, I went, there are things that I'm just going back. I have a book. Every time that I have challenged God in prayer, uh, you have to know, I don't know when God is going to answer, even when you begin this journey of prayer. That's why we look at into everything, the push, the act. It's only God who does the answers, not Eric, not you, not the, it's only God. So God has got it right. That's why we use the language, God timing is the perfect time. Amen? Amen? Yeah, but the only challenge God asks is what Jesus said, you don't have to stop praying. So don't be discouraged in this life. And remember when you start praying, the push is not only you are pushing, but there is also principality pushing you. There is also friends. And God, I mean, there, is, there will be a lot of things going to push you too. You have to push. Keep praying. I prayed for many years while I was in Zimbabwe, in Africa. I said, Lord Jesus, I pray that one day you're going to give me an opportunity that I'll be able to speak to conferences to preach to many, many people. Amen. I pray for that for many years. Now I think it's about 20 years that I pray for that. That's why I take this so highly because I look at my prayer list. It, it, it has been like, I just, thank you, Jesus, you have done it. <laughs> I came to the United States. I was given an opportunity to go and be a, uh, the main speaker in Ohio annual conference. And when I stood up before all these pastors and, and lay, lay members, and I look, and I look up and say, Lord, you are so faithful. So I, that's why I encourage you that the transcript of your prayers will become the script of your future. Don't give up on anything you are praying, but keep praying. You don't know when it's going to take. Maybe even if you don't get it, maybe your grandchildren will get it. Maybe somebody else will get it. Because God is so faithful. God is so faithful. Um, the, one, another thing I want to mention as we begin this, because today we're going to do a prayer walk. We're going to walk and pray together. And uh, I feel very strong on this prayer we're going to do today. That make sure you have a prayer request. I do believe you do have one in your heart. If you don't have one, praise the Lord so you are good. Oh God, but if you don't, you do not have one, there is one that I'm going to give to you. Thanking God. Just to thank God for the fact that you wake up this morning. 
It is not that your doctor called you and said you're going to wake up this morning. It is God's grace. That's why you and I, we are here this morning. So if you don't have anything to ask God today, as we're going to do this walk, uh, we're going to do the walk prayer, we're going to walk around three times. Just say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, for your mercy. Thank you for the breath of life. Just say that. Me, I've got a lot of to ask about Jesus today. And I'm, I'm just going to pray, and you pray also your own prayer. We're going to just move around three times. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we come, we come back. Amen? And this is not only here. Even when you go back home, you can do it. You can do it even inside the house. Your, 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 your dining table, you put a request in the middle. I've done that. You just say, Lord, you just write something down. I'm praying for Sister A and Brother B. You put it on the table. And you start walking. You take your, your, your dining table is like that. You just walk. You say, God, I'm praying in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. You just pray over it. And then you, you go and do other things. Sometimes you can even go out. If uh, some of you have got bed, you can move around the bed, but some of us, the bed is just on the, you know, you can't go on the other side. <laughs> but if you do have that, your, your, bedroom, your, be your, your bedroom has uh, access where you can move around your bed, you can also do that. Number one, you're not going to sleep. <laughs> People always think about, I, uh, I'm not talking about when you take a walk. Uh-uh. When you take your walk, prayer is about mindset ready. When you are saying, I'm walking, walk. Just go and take your walk for the health. But when you say, I'm doing this in the spirit of prayer, you do it in prayer. There is a difference here. You, know, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, once you made up your mind and say, I'm doing this for my health. Yeah, yeah do it for your health. But don't say it, I was doing for both. Mm -mm, mm -mm, no, we don't do it. Set up your mind. Jesus was doing that. He left everybody. Peter, Matthew, everyone. He went and said, I'm going to do what? Pray. It's always important when you want to pray. You have to make sure your mindset, everything is ready for the Lord Jesus Christ. You surrender. All right? Another point I want to share with you quickly is about we as believers and churches, um, you know, believers, we always wanting to know the hand of God. If you pray and say, Lord, I need your hand to touch me, we're always wanting to see the hand of God, the manifestation of God in our lives. God, I want to see the acts. I want to see you doing something. But there's also a challenge I want to offer you that, um, as I said, uh, day one, and say I'm going to shake you up a little bit because it's happened also to me. There's also another level of prayer that you are, you are called to know also the mind of God. There's a difference between knowing the acts of God and knowing the minds of God. Knowing the ends of God and knowing the mind of God. You are called to know the mind of God when you pray. Moses is one of them. The Israelite community, they knew the acts of God. What God was doing. 
But Moses knew the mind of God. There's a scripture in the Bible where Moses said, God, we are not going anywhere until you go with us. Until your mind, because I know your mind. God was saying, just go. When you read that scripture, I was just coming here and the Lord gave me that to share this with you. That you have also to pray that every day in your prayer life. It takes time to build your prayer life. I'm not saying you're going to be a prayer warrior, but uh, the one day. No, it takes time. And it takes commitment, willingness, discipline. And God loves you when you say, God, I want to know your mind. Actually, the Bible says when we are saved, our mind. Paul actually put it in this way in the book of Romans 12, 2. He said, Renew what? Your mind. And when you pray also in your prayer life, it's not only, God, I want to see you acting. I want to see your hand on me. I want to see it. No, pray also, God, I want to read your mind. Amen. He said he created us through what? His own image. So also, um, this is just a, um, a word of encouragement. I heard a challenge. Then your prayer level. Begin also to say, Lord, I want to read your mind. Not only see your acts. I have seen God doing this. I've seen God doing Yeah, he does that. The healing, miracles, the feeding. He does that. We see it from the churches, from yourself. You see, we are going in the mission. We feed the hungry. And that's the act of God. We are seeing the manifestation. But there are also a time you say, Lord, I want to read your mind. I want to know your mind. That means before even it start doing something, you are aware of it. That God is going to do something. Amen? Amen? All right, there's uh, uh, this scripture. All right, okay. Uh, this is a really powerful scripture. I went to the book of Revelation. What happened when we pray? Revelation chapter 8, verse 1 to 5. Let me read it. I want to, he said this. When he opened the seventh seal, the, uh, by the way, what, uh, the book of Revelation is a scary book for many Christians. I want to tell you, don't ever be scared. All right? Yes, I know some of the folks from my church, you know, they, I don't want to, no, you want to read only John 3.16? <laughs> That's the only book you want to read? Yeah, or oh, Jeremiah 21, 11. I knew you before I know Psalm 23. You when you are a Christian believer, you have to read all. From Genesis to Revelation. All are good for us. I'm not saying you have to understand. By the way, the Bible never says you have to understand. Uh, we went to seminary. I don't, I don't know. There's no way in the Bible where the Bible says you have to understand me. The scripture always says you have to believe. John 3.16 says what? So, whosoever not understand. So if you keep on trying to understand God, I'm sorry about that. You <laughs> We're going to bury you. You never understood God. Because even our forefathers and foremothers, they never understood God. They just believe. 
Now I'm encouraging you not to say the book of Revelation is bad. No, you read it because it was written for our good. All right? I'm encouraging you. If you find any friends saying, I don't want to read the book of Revelation, it's fine, but you read it. All right? Uh, that's why I always telling people, if I, I've, I've come across to someone and said, I don't like to read the book of John. I also said, I don't like to read the book of John. If they say, I don't, want to, I don't like to read the book of Revelation, I always telling them, me too, I don't like to read the book of John. I said, why? Why, Pastor Eric? Then I said, well, what about you? Why don't you want to read that book? All right, um, listen to this. This is really powerful. It opened my mind when I, be, when I started praying and said, what happened when we prayed to? When, uh, when he opened the seven seals, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense. Hallelujah. I love this. With the prayers of the saint. Pastor Tim, Pastor Jim, Tim, right? He talks about we are sent. That's our prayer. Is not, this is not angel's prayer. This is your prayer. This is you and me. We are sent. When we give our life to Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit start working, work, start working in us, we become sent. But you never heard this being called in the church. We are always, uh, the pastor said, we, we are used to, we are sinners, we are sinners. Me, I don't use that language. I know that I'm a sinner. I used to be. But since I gave my life to Jesus Christ, that word is out of me. I do sin every day, but I don't proclaim myself that I'm a sinner. Amen. All right? When you give your life to Jesus Christ, you become also sinner. It doesn't mean that you live holy or perfect. You said the prayer of the saint ascended before what? Before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the sun. Oh my goodness, I love this. The, the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and what? Our prayers is useless to stay in heaven. It's opened my mind, my brothers and sisters in Christ. That's what happens when you do a short prayer. It goes straight up and God receives it. And the angels, they are busy. God, you know, Eric has sent this. What do you want us to do? It? Send it back. Yeah. And then I want you to know how it came back. Somehow we pray, God, I'll pray for, my, for healing. God, I pray for, like me, I was, I was praying the 2012. God, I need my wife to come. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. And God heard my prayer. And God descended in a different way. He said, your wife is not coming. You better wait. I'm sending you patience. 
I'm building something. That's what happened. Listen, listen. Look at what threw it to the earth, and there were you know when you send one prayer, and our God replied, noisy, thundering. Oh God! Look at the story, the uh, the book of. Uh, Paul, uh, the Silas and Paul in the prison. They never pray for, for earthquake. The book of Acts. I gave you the, 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 the sheet there, the book of the Midianite prayer. Paul, read the prayer. Paul never said, God, send earthquake. <laughs> he just, the Bible says Paul and Silas, they were worshiping God and praying. And God said, okay, you need more than being there. I'm going to send earthquake. That's what happens in our life sometimes when we pray. When we send the prayer up there, they don't stay there. They are, as I said before, they are useless in heaven. And they have to come down. And when God sent it down here, it, he sent it according to his own plan. He want, he, that many people say, does God answer all the prayers? God answers all prayers. But the problem is we want only the prayer to be answered according to our plan and desires. That's the problem. I want to share quickly um, um, as we move on the bold prayer. We, when we came back in 2011, uh, 2029, we went to Africa University. And uh, we came back. Um, I stay with, uh, I call him my father. I actually passed away. Uh, his name is Joe Groff. And we went to Africa University as a brother. And uh, he stayed with me and in the same room. And uh, when we came back, and after two weeks, he called me. and said, Pastor Eric, I have a problem. So I went there, and uh, I always call him Daddy. Because his name was Joseph. My father was also Joseph. And I said, Daddy, what's the problem? And uh, he said, uh, I just came from the hospital. I was told that I've got cancer. And the doctor went on and said, I'm going to die within six months. And uh, I looked at him. I said, you're not going to die. I said this. You're not going to die in six months. The doctor is a human being like you. God is in charge of your life. Yes, you have a cancer, but not six months. We are going to start praying. And I, we set up. I said, I'm going to pray with you on the phone for one month every week on Thursday. And every week on Thursday, my prayer was, Lord, can you tell the doctor that six months is it not in charge? God, I pray. Well, I was even praying with me on the phone. The same thing I said to him. And he even, so now when you, when you are told that you're going to die, you start planning and everything. And I, he, I, I remember, and he even called me and said, I bought a brand new car for my wife. I said, it's fine. You do everything we are doing. It's fine. But one thing I do know, six months, no, God, Jesus. And actually, I used to pray sometimes boldly by myself without him in my house for him just to, to ask the Lord to do something. But yes, indeed, I've got folks from my church. He lived more 
than six months. He was told in 2019. I, I did his funeral 2022. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. He, he died from cancer. But God gave him all that. God sent the thunder noises. God sent all that he needed. People, community, churches. And, and he, he, I, I was in the hospital at Sparrow. I went to see him. He told the nurse in front of me, I'm not going to take your medicine anymore because anytime I take this, I become weak. But when I pray, I become strong. In the hospital, he said that. I was there, and I, when the nurse left, I said, oh my goodness, don't say that again in front of the nurse. They're going to tell me that I'm the one who's telling you, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. He started laughing. He gave me crosses. He was like a father to me. And in the process of God waiting, this is the big news I want to tell you. He had a daughter who stopped going to church for 25 years, who lives in Florida. She's now a sister to me. Praise God. And this is what God did. God extended years for him so that a daughter can come back to church. We started ministry online in Florida, and the daughter discovered she started, she joined us every Sunday. She even flew when she came here to see her, her father. She came, and daughter told me and said, Oh, praise the Lord, I've been out of the church for 25 years. Now you I love your ministry. I love, and I was just looking, oh God, Jesus, we are doing it again. Oh God, not because of the church, because of the Father. God answer prayer. We pray for healing. God heal, brother Joe Groth. God heal, heal. We pray for healing because you, we ask God specifically what the person needs. And God said, I'm going to do something different. God is going to send the, the encouragement, the faith that he had. He started even encouraging people in the house. Even me, myself, one day he called me and said, he gave me a stick, I, I love this as a phone. He gave me a stick, and some of the folks from my church, they know it. He gave me one of the stickers, say, it says here, it says, to love God is to fear God. I have it in my office. I even use it in one of the same when I preach, I use it in the church. And I did his funeral this year, 2022. So I want to encourage you when we do prayer, when you do pray, when you send your prayer up, they don't stay there. They come down. When they come down, they will come like thunder. That's why you can hear like neighbors. Say, what is happening in that house? Ah, God is doing something. What is happening in that family? No, God is fixing the unfixable. When the lawyer said, no, you guys are going to be divorced. You know, he made a decision. But when you send a prayer, the lawyer said, oh, God, you, are you talking again? Oh, yeah, yeah, we are talking because God is sending thunder and noise and earthquake. Everything we have been going through is done now. We love each other again. That I'm encouraging you, couples and singles, I'm encouraging you, send your prayer up. 
Even when you call your pastor, you say, Pastor, can you pray for me? Can you really pray for me? Can you send prayer? I don't stay with your prayer in your office, please. Your prayer partners, encourage them. When you send your prayer request to your prayer partners, say, pray for me. It means, send, please send my prayer to the owner of the world. And the Bible says every time when we send prayer up, there are angels who are getting it. Oh, oh, Kendall, this is for Kendall, this is for Eric. Oh, this is for people from Africa, this is for people from America. And they go and say, God, here it is. God said, really? And they shake it up a little bit and send it back when it's ca- whenever it comes back. That's where revival starts. We are called to send prayer up. It's opened my mind, I'm telling you, it opened my, the life of prayer. and say, oh, so every time I pray, even, you know, my wife and I, even whenever we buy any trousers, anything we take out of the shop, inside our house, we pray over it. Anything, I mean anything, even bread. We don't pray over bread only uh, before, before taking break, well, before, uh, before breakfast. No, we pray over the bread. This, when a- anything that comes in our house, in our house, we put them, the plastic, we put the pl- Maya plastic, whatever, woman, we say, God, thank you for this food. Thank you for everything. Bless it, but sanctify it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And we start up again. very important. If you have never done that, it's all about that. You are here for learning, right? I'm sharing with you. It's very important. It's a nice, another, diff- this is another lesson. There's a reason why we do that, me and my wife. And there's a reason why all Christians have to do that. We have to be thankful for what you have whenever you bring anything. Even when you get paid, the check, you know, in your bank, two weeks. <laughs> in your bank. I can't pay, I can't pay. Lord, I thank you for that check is now in my bank. In Jesus' name, amen. Even when you want to go and give your tithe to church. I know these days just coming from the bank, right? Like that. No, let me tell you. If you know that you're tithe every month, before even Sunday that night, make a short prayer. Lord, I'm sending the tide. I'm sending to church. Let it be for your glory. I pray, God, may you bless it. May this money goes for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. We build that spirit up. That's why at the end of the day, some folks in the church, you hear they say, I'm giving my money. My money is not even your money. It's God's money. And then pastor's taking my money. Oh, because you don't ever acknowledge it's not your money. Once you do that, you're going to know that this is really not your money. Amen? Amen. I'm just sharing this. Because when you say, God, I thank you. I'm sending this money to do ministry. And God received it. Oh, she does acknowledge that. And then the angel says, send it down. 
and you send $100 for your tithe, and God send more than $100, he send breath of life, he send friends in your life, he send community in your life. That's what God does. And you wander around, oh my God, I've got all these friends, they are all, because you do that. Amen? All right, we're going to, today we're going to talk this quickly. I, uh, I want to share this, the power of a bold prayer. Um, there is this video, this guy, Oni, this guy, I'm not going to share with the, uh, I love because I have got a video, I want you to hear this from, uh, uh, from a colleague. That, that by his name, uh, his name was uh, Oni, Oni, H-O-N-I. And uh, I want to, you to hear this quickly. All right. Okay. But there was one man, an old sage, who lived outside the walls of Jerusalem, oh. okay. who dared to pray anyway. Hold on. I have to remove first this one. <laughs> okay, I think it's gone. Uh -oh. no. So the Sanhedrin believed that it was too bold. Listen, God is not offended. Age who lived out. Hold on, hold on. I have to remove first this one. Oh, where is the bold? Okay. Oh. Why is that? Right, can I unplug this? It freezes. Jesus. Outside the walls of Jerusalem, who mm. was one man, an old sage who lived outside the walls of Jerusalem, mm -hmm. who dared to pray anyway. His name was Honey, and even if the people could not hear God, he believed that God could still hear them. Famous for his ability to pray for rain, the people pleaded with Honey to pray for a miracle. With a six-foot staff in his hand, Honey began to turn like a map compass. 90 degrees, 180 degrees, 270 degrees, 360 degrees. He never looked up as the crowd looked on. When he was done turning, Pony stood inside the circle that he had drawn. Then he dropped to his knees and raised his hands to heaven. With the authority of the prophet Elijah who called down fire from heaven, Pony called down rain. He said, Lord of the universe, I swear before your great name that I will not move from this circle 
until you have shown mercy upon your children. The word sent a shudder down the spine of all who were within earshot that day. And then it happened. As his prayer ascended to the heavens, raindrops descended to the earth. The people rejoiced over each raindrop, but Honey wasn't satisfied with a sprinkle. He lifted his voice over the sounds of celebration. Not for such rain have I prayed, but for rain that will fill cisterns, pits, and caverns. The sprinkle turned into such a torrential downpour that the people had to flee to the Temple Mount. But Honey still wasn't satisfied. <laughs> Not for such rain have I prayed, but for the rain of thy favor, blessing, and graciousness. Well, the downpour turned into a perfectly proportioned sun shower. Each raindrop, a tangible token of God's grace. Honey was almost excommunicated for his prayer because some members of the Sanhedrin believed that it was too bold. Listen, God is not offended by our bold prayers. He's offended by anything less. God honors bold prayers because bold prayers honor God. And eventually, Honey was honored for the prayer that saved a generation. It was deemed one of the most significant prayers in the history of Israel. The circle that he drew in the sand became a sacred symbol. And the legend of Honey the Circle Maker stands forever as a testament to the power of a single prayer to change the course of history. Right. Is it a true story? <laughs> you heard about that, right? Oh, wow. The, the source? Uh, no, it's uh, it's not in the Bible. Uh, actually, you know, I when I was in Chicago, I had an opportunity to meet a Jewish person, and I asked him about this story, and he said, "True, that's all right. It was not. It's not even the, 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 the If you read the, the um, uh, if you uh, you you hear what they're saying." He was a man that there was out. There was he was a man of prayer. They knew him as a man of prayer, but people needed rain, and in their community, they remember that there's a man of prayer that we need to talk to. Yep. No, before Jesus came. Yeah, it's before Jesus came. It's happened before Jesus Christ came. It happened in the silence of prophet when God said, "I'm not going to stop." To the people. And, uh, yes, correct. Praise the Lord. Yes, yes. That's when this man showed up. The power of a bold prayer. And I love the way he said, bold prayer honors God. And God honors bold prayer. And look at the scripture here. We're gonna, look at this. Joshua 10 is also a bold prayer. The bold prayer. God likes it when you stand like Joshua. You know, Joshua stood up. Joshua stood up, who pointed to the sun and said to the sun, stand still. And God stopped the whole universe. Bold prayer. Until the battle was won. Bold prayer. So it is, it's not something only to honor that is not written in the Bible, but it's happened, it's biblical. Like this guy, Joshua. 
who stood up. And you imagine, I love the way it says, in the presence of all the people. You have to be bold enough to do that, right? You have to be bold enough in your community where you are living. You stand up and say, Lord, I pray for peace. Shower uh, God send, uh, send justice in this community. You stand up. You have to be bold enough. And God loves bold prayer. We are crying today in the world we are living right now. Things are not right. Things are not right. Do we have another person who is crying boldly to the Lord and stand in the midst of, you know, you, you go to the capital and in front of the capital is, Lord, I'm not going to move until you do something. We do not have. Even in your room, in your, in your house, you make it, uh, I'm not saying you have only to go out. Even in your house, you say, God, I'm taking this one week. I'm not going to move outside. I'm not going to answer a phone. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this until I see something happening in the life and so and so and so. And you do it daily. There's another one. There's another one. I want to show you another one. Jameson. Chapter 5, 17, 18. Elijah, I love it, was a human being even as we are. So they are not Superman. They are not Spider-Man. They are not, you know, they are not Superman. They were not Superman. They were human beings like us. But the Bible says he prayed earnestly that it will not rain. And it did not rain on the land for how many years? And then he went again. He went again and he prayed, God, now send rain. And God did it. God did it. That's the power of a bold prayer. It's required, if you heard the movie, uh, the, the, the video, and the Bible says, when God answered, it was not the rain he was asking, he kept on. Uh-oh. 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 Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think I got it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I've already turned on. Oh, yeah, off. Yes, yeah. Now, if you heard well, the script, the, the, the video that we, we, we listen, it talks about this prophet, this man of God, who prayed for rain. And they looked around. He said, what? It was not the rain. He was asking. And he stayed there. And he prayed again. God kept on heading. And he was not satisfied. He did again. It's a reminder. It, there's a push there too, right? There's a push. The bold prayer. What I'm asking, what, are we, what I'm sharing with you is uh, like the same thing. Elijah was a human being like you, like me. When he prayed, and God did it. 
So I'm encouraging, I'm not saying when you go there, you just say, okay, today I'm going to pray with the bold prayer. It's required discipline, consistency, and the willingness to keep on praying for the same thing. And how long we have stopped praying for peace because you haven't experienced peace. You have, can you imagine that when we stop praying, God stopped working? I know I've been this prayer things, and I call it prayer, prayer life. It is, uh, it is not a thing that uh, you, when you go and pray something today, you just do it. Uh, it's required discipline. It's required commitment. And it's required your whole heart to do that. And it is a journey. And once you begin that journey, it will never end. I guarantee you. It's a journey. If we claim that Christ the Lord Jesus is in us, therefore we need to pray. Because you're an ambassador in your community. You're an ambassador in your church. You're an ambassador here at Bay Shore. And you're new pray. I want to challenge you today for next year, 2023, to make a prayer. So, Lord, we want to see more. We want to make sure when we come to Bay next year, there's no space. There's, these are the bold prayer God wants. God wants, God has, you know, this weak prayer, you are praying for food because you know that you have got food in your house. Those are weak prayer. I call it weak prayer. You are praying, God, I need this. You know that you have got connections. You know, ten, Kendo, I'm sorry to use your name, brother. You know, Kendo is going to connect you with somebody and you get a job. Those are, I call it weak prayer. The bold prayer is one of the prayers that I, I'm, I'm giving to all of you. As you go in 2022, what if you just take one week and say, Lord, I'm, I want to check. I want to become Elijah. Hallelujah. I want to become this only. I want God to hear me. God, I'm praying for 2023 at Bay Show Family Camp. I want to see your mighty hand. Where people, they, we are not going to have space. People will come all over America. And will give, uh, at the end of the day, we'll give my brother Kendall headache and to accommodate people. Where are they going to stay now? These are the bold prayer you make. A bold prayer. I did a bold prayer in the life of my father. Oh, many of you, I told you that uh, my father passed. But I want to tell you, I grew up in a family where my father used to drink. And this is not like drinking, and you, is, is, we call it a nice drink, you come and know. He was, a, uh, he was a drunkard person. And every time, every week, every month, and back home, we don't have, we have got bank, but, uh, you know, we don't, have, we, don't have, we don't have that access. When you get paid, you have to stand in line, and they give you cash, and then you go home. Every end of the month, I've experienced that with my father. Whenever he get paid, he will never get home with money. He used to spend everything, and he comes home. That with nothing. And there are times I'm home, my friend shows up and says, what are you doing, Eric? Your dad is down there. Uh, can you go and pick, him your, pick up your dad? I used to take my dad in the wheelbarrow, drunk. 
My dad used to come home and, and then we, we are scared. We used to call him Rambo. When he showed up, you have to, oh, you better run. It's scared. But I want to tell you something. Even where he is, praise the Lord, my dad is in heaven. When God called me to ministry, I shared with you when God called me to ministry. But there was one thing I asked the Lord to do in the life of my daddy. Say, truly and truly, if you are calling me, do something in the life of my father. For 26 years, I've experienced that in my own house with my mom. And I went home. I got home. Well, after praying in Zimbabwe, I said, Lord, if you are truly calling me, I'm gonna, when I go back to Congo, I want to pray for my dad so my dad will stop drinking. So I went home. I got home after two days. I called my sisters as a witness, my mom, to 7.30 p.m. And I asked, I called my dad with humility. Say, God, dad, kneel down. I'm gonna pray for you. And I made that bold prayer. God of heaven, you have created my dad. You knew my dad when he was born. And that spirit of drunkenness in his life, I pray in the name of your son, Jesus Christ of Nazarene, remove it. In Jesus' name, I cast, I prayed, I prayed. My sisters were there. I, my sister, they, were, they, they, are, they are worshipers. They start singing, glory to Jesus. They're, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. When they were singing, I was praying. And when they were singing, I was just praying. My mother was praying. We pray about it now. And we said, amen. And we went to bed. You know what happened? The following day, my dad went. He came back drunk, and I'm telling you. And we said, oh, my goodness, did we pray? That was his last. From that day, my dad never until he passed. So sometimes we are called to pray bold prayer. Amen? If you are not seeing it, keep praying it. Especially when your mind tells you that I'm this, I'm in it until I see something. Keep praying. Remember I told you from the beginning when we pray, the answers come differently sometimes. Keep praying, bold prayer. We have examples in the Bible I share with you. There are people stood up and prayed. And the Bible says we are the same like those. They are not Superman. I don't see Moses as a, as a Spider-Man. I don't see that. I see Moses as a brother. that used by God. They can, God can use you too. I see the prayer of Anna in the Bible. When Anna said, you know, as a pastor came, are you drunk? Say, no, you don't have an idea. It was bold. I need a child. People are laughing at me around the community. I don't have a child. God of heaven. 
he decided to stay by himself in the church. Everybody left. Coffee, 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 cookie, cookie. And she said, I'm going to stay here by myself. And then we pastors, we're always uh, you know, leaving the last. And look around and say, what are you doing? You, are you drunk? You, know, you don't have an idea. I'm making a bold prayer here. Until God answered. And when she went home, the Bible says she had a son named Samuel. Bold prayer. It's required the whole of you. And it's good to make it wherever. So there's a, I, I also, uh, this is my own, uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to paraphrase the story about uh, Joshua. And, uh, this, uh, this, this thing, I don't know what is happening anyway. Today, because we're going to do this bold prayer, behaving like that, right? Okay. Uh, maybe can, can. But this is a story in the book of uh, the book of Joshua, chapter 6, verse 3 to 5. The story of the war, uh, uh, walking, sorry, the, the, the walk. God told them to walk seven days. I take it as a bold prayer as well. Even if there's no word that's a prayer, to me, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to paraphrase it. As I say, hear me well, I'm paraphrasing it. So in other words, God was saying to them, I want you to pray by walking seven days. Because I could see them walking. <laughs> and God said, the last day, oh God, the seventh you have to shout, and you are going to see something. You're going to see something. And I, I, I had a picture. I, I just had a picture. It's very small. That I don't know what's wrong with this today. Um, but I, I see it as a bold prayer. Imagine Joshua sitting down and the wall of Jericho there, and then God he showed up and said, Joshua, you know what? He said, yes. He said, I want you to do something. What do you want me to do? I want you to pray seven days. Six days, you are just praying. You are just praying. Maybe Kendall can do something before we go out and pray. I don't know where the connection with this. Do we need to change again as you change? Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, you know this stuff. Praise the Lord. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Okay, that's, that's correct. Thank you. You shall march around the city. All you men of war, you shall go around the city once. This should, this should, you shall do six days. Six days. And the seventh priest shall bear seven trumpets of ram ons before the ark. But the seventh days you shall march around the city seven times. And the priest shall blow the trumpets. Wow. And then here comes Eric and telling all of you, guys, yes. I'm just, uh, I was talking to this guy called God. What did he say? Ah, he told all of you to stand up on your feet. Really? For what? He said, we're gonna, we have to march. 
And I want, to see, I want you to see the Jericho. It was not a joke. <laughs> I want you to see that. And that's what God said. And said, really? That's all? Yeah, he said, if we do that, and then we're going to take this Jericho, it's going to be ours. That was bold. And here comes six days. You're yeah, doing it. One for tomorrow. <laughs> Two. I can see some of them. We are tired. We are tired. God. So keep going. Keep going. Joshua, keep going. Otherwise, we are not going to take Jericho. Keep going. And the last, there was a shout of praise. And they entered. So somehow you have a Jericho in your life. Somehow you have a Jericho in your community. Somehow you have a Jericho in your family. There's a wall of Jericho that you have too much so that it can fall apart. You have, that's an example of the things here. You have wall of Jericho within your family somehow. You have a cousin, you have a daughter, you have a, 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 a son you, uh, that they are struggling because they do have so-called the wall of Jericho. But you are a child of God. You have spent days, uh, these days here at Bayshaw. And God is giving this message to you, my brothers and sisters, that go and walk seven days. Go and pray. Go and make that bold prayer. And then you're going to see what the Lord is going to do. We don't have any war of Jericho. We have got United States of America. We have got the White House. We have got, what if we, no, take that and say, Lord, I'm praying for this war of Jericho. It might be injustice in the community. That's the war of Jericho. It might be somebody's struggling with addiction in your church, you know. That's the war of Jericho. Like my father had a war of Jericho. It might be something yourself you struggle in your life. That can be a wall of Jericho standing there. But God is saying if you walk and pray, you call on me, and I will make sure that Jericho is down. And it took seven, six days. Maybe for you and me, it will take one month, I don't know, one year, I don't know, but until you see it. Amen? Maybe a day. It's up and amen. That's God Himself in charge. It's not me. Maybe a day. But remember, these people never give up. They told them to do it six days. They did it. And when you read the story, they were so happy when they got inside. The same with you. When everything is done, you and I were gonna be happy. Amen. So today. Uh, it was just, you know, a day of wrapping up, but uh, today I'm inviting you. We're going to do a bold prayer today. I fully believe if you do not have any prayer requests, oh my goodness, you are such a, oh, I, I want to talk to you. I want to, I want to know what do you do <laughs> so that I can live like you. Yes. Because I fully believe as believer, as believer in Christ, we have, we have something 
to say to the Lord, Jesus Christ. If you have any prayer request, we're going to leave our stuff here, our phones here. We're going to just go out and we are going to walk out. I'm, I'm inviting you not to talk to your friends as we are walking, but you talk to God. Amen? I know we are friends here. We are, there are couples. I know sometimes you end up, hey, how are you doing? No, share that request with you now because when you, when you start walking, you are making that bold prayer. I don't know what you're going to ask the Lord today. I don't know. But I fully believe that you have something that you want to say to the Lord today. And, say, and today is the last day, right? Oh, God. This is the day that you have to make that bold prayer. Say, the God of heaven, the God of I'm here for, for, for six days. I've been here, Lord. I come before you with this prayer request. I know you can do it, Lord. I believe in you. I pray. You pray even inside in your heart. I pray for this issue in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, one, we're going to do it three times. We're going to walk three times. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we come here, and the brother Kendall is going to give us a blessing, and we dismiss. What about that? Amen? And this is not going to end here. Even when you go home, make this sake of prayer. You can even do it in your, on your papers. And you said, until I see something, then I'm going to throw my paper away. Amen? And you put it on your fridge. I love that. Oh, I've seen this in America. In Africa, we don't do that. When you go to people, someone's house, you see a lot of stuff on the fridge, your refrigerator, uh, children, uh, pictures, and grandchildren. You know, I love it. I have it in my house. I start doing that. But what if you put a prayer request there? You put a prayer request, bam, you leave it there. Say, until I, I'm, I'm not going to remove this prayer request. Until I see that wall is down. Every day. Every day. Every day. Even your own life as a prayer. Even your own life. If you want to build your prayer life, pray for yourself too. God increase my prayer life. God increase my prayer life. God make me a prayer warrior in my community. In the name of Jesus. Here I am Lord. Use me as your vessel. In the name of Jesus Lord. Hallelujah. You pray, you pray, you pray. Until you become and you are going to remove that. Some people are going to even to call you in your church. Oh my, what is happening with you? You are now praying. So oh God has answered my prayer. Ah. Put another one. Amen. All right, can you, uh, do you mind to stand, please? And I, 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 the reason why I ask this one, uh, my brother, so I'm gonna, I'll be in front of, uh, so I'll be in front, and Kendall will be the last. Hallelujah! To make sure nobody disappear. Hallelujah, God Jesus. <laughs> praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! <laughs> make sure that we are all in. Kendall will be the last. Kendall will be the last, and then I'll be in front, and you are, be, we are going to be in the middle. All right, in between, I call in between. So let us walk this building, right? By the time we get here, one, two, three, and we get inside, and our brother will give us a blessing. Amen? You have a prayer request. You have it. I fully believe that. I fully believe 100%.
if you do not have, just as you walk, begin to say, God, I thank you for Besho. I thank you for Besho. My life has been changed. I thank you for my forefathers, my foremothers, the Lord you have used to come with this camp in the name of Jesus Christ. All right, I'm going to leave this one.